I'm Daniel, the Past Life Regressionist, and it's time to begin. This is Timeless Spirituality. Hey everyone, welcome back to Time of Spirituality. So you all asked for it and here it is. The next installment in the Spiritual Satire series. This one titled Spiritual Satire 2, NPCs. And what is an NPC you ask? Well, we're going to dive into that later in the episode. So we'll keep that as a little bit of a teaser for now. And I know I'm really giddy about this one because these are the fun ones, you know, because we have a lot of deep one like a lot of deep episodes a lot of the time with some really deep subject matter so sometimes it's fun to just do these episodes where we just let loose a little bit and and we joke around a little bit so with that said if you were easily offended just turn it off now just turn it off forewarning just turn it off so if you know you're easily offended turn it off now I don't think this one is quite as edgy as the last one still if you're easily offended, just save yourself the trouble and just turn this off and tune in for the next episode. Everyone else, just have fun with it. Enjoy it. We're going to be a little goofy, a little silly, but there is some real substance in here too. So I hope you guys all enjoy this episode. And if you like the episode and the previous spiritual satire episode, I don't remember if I mentioned it already in this intro. Guys, you know how it is. I get goofy when it's late because I record these right before okay anyways um yeah if you haven't listened to the first spiritual satire episode yet I highly recommend checking that one out before this one because we pretty much just we we dive in so yeah go check that out and if you like Christian Bradley West the country clairvoyant Christian and I are going to be co-hosting a workshop on July 16th, 2023. So I'm going to go ahead and read you guys the description of the event, and I'm going to include a link in the show notes. So here we go. The workshop is called Past Lives and Astrology Ties, and it's going to be a Zoom event live. And so here's the description. In this three-hour live class or workshop, we will combine astrology and past lives to help you gain a greater perspective on where you've been and where you're potentially going. In the first half of the workshop, we'll talk about the moon's north and south nodes, what signs they're currently in, and what they could represent for you. And in the second half, I, Daniel, will lead us in a group past life regression where you can individually access a past life experience. So through memes and humor, we'll also explore what are the nodes of the moon? How are the nodes... <laughs> How the nodes relate to your chart. I, I was phrasing that as a question. It didn't need to be. Remember, guys, I get goofy. Potential karmic influences your chart. What's a past life regression? And how can you learn from it? And this course is for you if you're interested in how past lives and astrology intersect. If you want to do a past life regression. If you want to hear a different perspective on these topics. And due to the nature of the course, class, and workshop, 
There's going to be no recording because we want you guys to feel comfortable sharing and not feeling like it's going to be out there for the world to see. So it's just going to be live. So if you can't make it, we'll we'll do one at a later date too. Sorry, Christian. I'm just calling it now. So, yeah. How was that? Was that was that good for Goofy D? Okay, I'm just I'm excited for this episode. So, anyways, we're gonna wrap it up now. And with that said, if you would like to book a regression with me to discover who, when, and where you have been throughout time, you can reach me on Instagram at the Past Life Regressionist or my website, thepastliferegressionist.com. And now, <laughs> yeah, it's time to begin. Christian, welcome back to the show. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing fabulous and delighted to be here. Can you paint the picture for everyone right now, what we look like? Because they can't <laughs> see us right now. So I'm wearing my country hair, and uh, she's here with us. Hello, everyone. And then we have Daniel in his, I don't know, would you? it's like a medieval peasant, like, you know, uh, or, or, you know, um, swashbuckling shirt like with a tie up in the front, you know, so. I didn't even think of the swashbuckling thing. I was going for more medieval peasant, but sure, swashbuckling works too. Well, I, I figured you could be both depending on what you pair with it. It's true. This isn't a shirt that I generally wear. I wore this specifically <laughs> for today. <laughs> Good. I don't have it if I ever need it. And nothing, I didn't wear anything. I just, as you know, came from outside refinishing some furniture. So I just showed up. And then you took your shirt off and put it on your head. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So are you ready for the first question? I'm ready. What is your favorite song about time? <laughs> wait, wait, let me back up for a second. Because before we hit record, Christian said to me, are you going to ask me that question about time? What's my favorite song about time? I said, you know. It's usually what I do, but I have had you on before, and he's like, I've got a new one. So I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, we'll ask it. So with that said, I have no idea what it is. Oh, I'm also playing a new game on the show where I do this thing where I guess the year. So you're going to see my hands up the entire time. You're going to see I'm not typing anything in or anything. Let's see if I can get it within two years, okay? Okay. Christian, what is your favorite song about time and why? Yeah, so I feel like there's a lot of songs about time for me. I don't know if they are explicitly about time, but I thought about Tori Amos' Silent All These Years. And of course- Oh, I'm have, putting my hands down. I have no idea when. Right? <laughs> you have no idea when that song was? No. Oh. Yeah. I don't know well, the song, so- I w oh you should you should check it out your your listeners should check it out so it's on her first album which came out in 1993 mm. and you know she was kind of like you know the next generation's Kate Bush but different obviously and and the song really is is about finding your voice and it's something that I really oddly resonated with when I was like 13 when it came out I think um somewhere around there and pre-adolescent so it became my teenage angst album little earthquakes is what it was on and or what it is on and yeah and i just think it's so in in reference to the time how we can you know lose time or spend time not expressing what we want to express and and then it it you know but as always you uncover it as as years give us the answers that we seek, usually, 
and 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 the state of perspective. So yeah, so silent all these years uh, is is uh, I guess another song on my list of of time album, if you want to call it that. Cool. Let's talk about your hair now. All right, <laughs> let me let me roll that one back a little bit. So before we hit record, Christian also said to me. You know why I wear a shirt on my head instead of a wig? And when he said that to me, for some reason, it made me think of The Dark Knight when the Joker says, you want to know how I got these scars on my face? (laughs) I love that. So Chris is like, you want to know why I wear this shirt instead of a wig? Yeah, it's kind of, it's funny that you even reference that because it kind of, the, the character... Which uh, backtrack really quick. Apparently, there is a K U N T I Kunti or Kunti. Someone sent me a book. She's like she was like a Swami or a Yogi. Uh, you know, in in last in the early twentieth century, I think. And I was I was like, ooh, I was like, that's really great. So maybe you know, I'm channeling her. I don't know how you know how cheeky she was, but um, this character arrived at a really difficult time in my life that kind of is a bit of a scar and I was pretty broke and I was like well I want a wig I have to have a wig everyone you know and I I, you know I have this you know I say inner perfectionist but it's definitely also an outer perfectionist uh, that drives a lot of things and I was like I have to have that but my whole life seems to be accepting things as they are and using what's in front of me so I was like well I'm just gonna put a shirt on my head and and it'll be her hair even though it it sometimes kind of looks like it's a wrap or something like that which is very appropriate as well given the characterization of of who i am modeling which is not one specific person by the way through that character yeah so it, it came at a time where i was just broke and poor and and wanted to create and so i i took what was in front of me so really going back to you know being a messy bitch and using that messiness to let things you know let things unfold cool (laughs) (laughs) i'm just i'm getting giddy because i like it's it's gonna happen soon we're gonna dive in to spiritual satire part two so really quick before we dive in do you want to give everyone just like a minute explanation for what spiritual satire is yeah, so we did it in the previous episode. So I don't know what I said there. I remember listening to it going like, oh, yeah, that sounds pretty smart. That came out of my mouth, <laughs> which sometimes I do. Sometimes I feel like I just let things flow and then I forget what I said. Uh, but, you know, I think satire in the context of anything grows out of some form of conditioning of the time uh, or or restriction or have to or shooting or any of that and then you you go uh, then the people like me go wait why is it that way so it there satire is always a subversiveness uh has a subversiveness to it to to challenge the status quo in whatever way that quo shows up you know and and 
uh, you know, and it can appear disrespectful. The best appears graceful and rather savvy and 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 hopefully has you ask questions. So I think satire in general is going to ask you, have you asked questions? And hopefully if you're listening to this and well, hopefully you are, well, you are listening to this, but if you are listening to this, then hopefully you are on a spiritual path and and you're asking all the questions. So I think satire can kind of poke the lion or the bear and and get it to wake up and go is it are we really perceiving what we're perceiving i like that explanation and it made me just think of something one more thing i told christian before we started recording is i got a notification that there was a review just posted for the podcast and <laughs> the review said you know i'm not gonna say who wrote it but it was something in the effect of i just listened to your podcast for the first time episode 54 and I thought your jokes in quotes were incredibly disrespectful and I'm sitting there thinking to myself episode 54 episode 54 and then I would have pulled up all my episodes and I looked at that episode thought like I don't remember making any jokes in that one it's a good thing she didn't listen to episode 57 yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which i thought when you said it that that it was that episode that it was our episode yeah and again i i think there are trigger points when you do these things and and uh, and and all reality it isn't the intention is not to go out there and be like hey let's trigger people it's not about the triggering it's but it is about hey let's look at this and and i think satire ultimately addresses the absurdity of any number of things. Hmm. So I'm going to remind you of some of the things you said in the first one right now, because I'm just going to pull up a few comments and messages that I received (laughs) to your episode. So the first one is, this episode was perfection. I needed this laugh this morning. Thank you for making my day start on the right foot. Aw. Next one. Oh my God, it was so funny. I actually cackled at the part about spreading his starseed. (laughs) good next one love your playful and humorous approach to all of this too many uptight folks taking themselves way too seriously thank you for poking fun at the absurdity i like that one i mean i like all of them but that's it's it's nice to to be seen that way yeah and you're welcome i've still got 20 minutes left on your current episode but holy fuck am I laughing so much. The twin flame stuff has me howling. <laughs> I forgot what we talked about, the twin flame stuff. I think because I I listened to it, but I think I had to stop then. And so I didn't I didn't finish it. I forgot what we talked about, but I'm here for it. I'll read one more. Best sound clip ever. Who needs the earth to survive when you can have the girlfriend on speed dial? all right you ready to dive in yeah let's do it right now we're going to make a soft announcement that i have created a character that is similar to who i'm calling caddy because i can't say the word (laughs) i think you can i don't think it's a big deal you can say color kunti i'm gonna i'd slip at some point if i said that so i'm just safe for saying (laughs) caddy So what I want to do with Christian right now is I want to come up with a backstory for this character. So you guys are going to hear this in the flesh. We've talked about this a little bit. We talked about it probably about two months ago. We came up with a name 
and one other thing for it. Mm-hmm. So the character's name is Captain Kulo of the <laughs> Galactic Federation. <laughs> you want to tell everyone what Kulo means? I don't remember what Kulo means now. Why did we decide that? Like Kool-Aid. Was it, was it a reference to that? No, it's a Spanish word. Oh, oh. Is it Captain Crap? I don't remember now. Close. You're getting closer. <laughs> like Captain Toilet. You're getting close. You're close. Remember. Those would be better, but you're close. <laughs> okay, I think this is one of those funny things where you should probably just go type it into a Spanish to English dictionary really quick. Okay, you're going to make me do that. Okay. Yeah, I'm being selfish because I want to see the look on your face. That's what I did before. Okay. And wait, what was it again? Yeah. Oh, ass. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's like, yeah, that's great. So I want to give a shout out to my friend Yasmin for teaching me the word culo. She speaks Spanish, so she taught me culo. I like it. Yeah, so Captain Kulo of the Galactic Federation. All right, let's do this. What's Captain Kulo's backstory? <sighs> okay, so you want me to help flesh out the backstory as well? Yeah. Ah, oh my gosh. This is going to take some imagination. I knew that it was going to stretch my imagination. <laughs> he goes from planet to planet, um, seeding each planet with his knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> he has a lot of experience he's lived a long time been to lots of galaxies hence why he's on the federation he's here to help humanity wake up by poking at their pineal gland <laughs> he's had lots of girlfriends and boyfriends because when you live as long as him you get bored really easily so he's poly everything. He does not discriminate because why would you? You're on the Galactic Federation. Although some people might disagree with me. They're probably racist on the Galactic Federation, depending on who's channeling them. Like, ah, oh, we hate those green fuckers. <laughs> right? It's probably, yeah, that probably exists somewhere in our world, at least in somebody's head anyway. Them and their big ass eyes. Right? Yeah. Because they can look straight through you. So, I don't know. What else? What else do you got to have? He has a really big spaceship. And he likes to dock his spaceship in, like, in, in, in people's brains. Yeah. So, I like that. We, yeah. we can work with that. Okay. <laughs> you know, because he's not bound by the laws of physics as we know them. So, I mean, he can just, you know... He can shrink or get big like a lot of people's ships do. I see you wanting to say something, but you're not saying it. <laughs> Before we get too carried away, I think now would be the perfect time to share the concept with everyone of what this thing is going to be. So the idea that we came up with is Caddy is going to receive downloads from Captain Kulo of the Galactic Federation, but that Caddy is going to misinterpret every message or download. Let's just say, I, don't, I feel weird saying download. So every <laughs> message 
<laughs> Why? We'll just call them loads. You just give me as as Captain Cooley, you just give me loads. And yeah, and I just take every load that you give me. <laughs> and Caddy misinterprets every load that Captain Kulo gives her or showers her with. That's that's Caddy humor. Yeah. Ingrains um, her with. Let's yeah. Inseminates let's, her with. Let's get showered with the star seeds. Star yeah. seeds are with. Yeah, yeah. He is spreading seed intergalactically. So yeah. So that's the first game we're gonna do. We're going to do message interpretations. So as Captain Kulo, I'm going to load <laughs> give Caddy a load of a message, and then Caddy is going to make the choice because Caddy has free will. So Caddy gets to decide what Caddy does with the message that Caddy receives. Are you ready, Caddy? I'm ready. I'm here. Hello, everyone. Caddy here. I'm so delighted to be here. By the way, completely unrehearsed right now. We have not. <laughs> any of this yeah i mean i'm all about raw dogging it you know just getting in there and just letting it all just happen what caddy said but really the reason why we haven't rehearsed is because captain kula only came up with these loads about five minutes before <laughs> christian and i pressed record so it's more about procrastination yeah, that sounds about right. You know, just go with the flow. I mean, that's one of the messages from the universe, right? So here we go. Hello, Kati. This is Captain Kulo of the Galactic Federation. It is important for you to look within when you are going through a rough time. I repeat, it is important, very important, for you to look within when it hasn't been your month, your day, you're weak, or even you're here. Yeah, so I'm getting a load. And from what I'm what I'm hearing right now for everyone out there that needs me to interpret this message, because you know, they speak in light language and it's 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 sometimes really hard to understand what they're saying, but I've been trained uh, by other guides on how to interpret these things and so what i'm getting is is that in really difficult dark times just stuff everything down you know you have he said go within but what i really understand it as put it within like just stuff it down kind of like you would when you feel constipated, like nothing is moving, nothing needs to move, you know, as if they just go with the flow. So when things aren't flowing, just allow everything to stop and put it really deep within you. Like you can put anything deep within you. And that's what you want to do here is be very deep with what's going on inside of you right now. And then close the door and get on with your life because you don't need that kind of noise. If Katty could only see the disappointment on Captain Kulo's face right now. He says that he's very pleased at how I interpret 
what he's saying and I don't want my ego to get in the way so I don't like to tell people those things but yeah he says thank you thank you for being such a light and a channel into this world I think he even threw in a namaste maybe this was a bad idea he said this was very good. Everyone needed to hear this today. Just, yeah, just stuff it down, just like you would stuff things in your yoni. Yeah. This is going to be good. <laughs> this is good. I think we have something here. This is Daniel speaking right now, not Captain Kuno. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to come back now? <laughs> Well, yeah, I want you to come back for a second. Okay, I'm back. I think I picked up on what you were doing there, but do you want to explain, just so everyone kind of understands your approach to the interpretation? So I'll read the message again, and then you can kind of roll with that. So it is important for you to look within when you're going through a rough time. I repeat, it is important, very important for you to look within when it hasn't been, I also mixed it up. So when it hasn't been your day, your month, or when, your, when it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year. <laughs> the friends thing is pretty great. So like, so we're going behind the curtain here, right? That's what we're doing. And so elaborating on the choices and, you know, so, okay. So since it's spiritual satire, and let's talk a little bit more about what, maybe some of my opinions and perspectives are. I do perceive that there are probably channels uh, on the planet. What, what I discover is, is that just like we touched on, you know, law of attraction in the last episode, I call it the law of reaction. I basically just have to, uh, you know, hefty, hefty version of, of confirmation bias. I think the same is true for most channels. I, I think people are going to interpret the information that comes to them through their lens. And if their lens has bird poop all over it, uh, so to speak, um, then uh, talking about Arcturians, I suppose, maybe, I don't know. They're supposed to look like birds. Um, <laughs> if there's bird poop all over it, I think that's the right one. Anyway, um, then you're not going to see things clearly and things are going to, and if you're in your own fog, in your own haze, in your own conditioning, and you haven't, you know, clarified that, and even if you have, there might still be blind spots. So I get a little frustrated with people who are channeling messages because I don't know who you are. And I don't also feel like for me, I think we're all channels, actually, to some degree in some capacity um, of things. That's why I'm an artist. I get inspired to art I'm an, and a writer. And I get inspired to make art. I get inspired to write. My intuition seems to come from a place of inspiration. It feels very calm and clear. And that being said, the channels, I think, that are out there are really just constipated. <laughs> you know, they're, just, they're just full of constipation. And, and their lenses aren't very clear. So I think there's a lot of misinterpretation going on. But just to clarify, not for everyone, though. No, I, I absolutely have listened. Well, and here's the other thing. I've listened to people who call themselves channels. And some of the things they say is is very deeply resonant and sounds 
I'm trying to find the word for it. It sounds connected to very much so a generalized human experience oftentimes, whereas other times they just sound batshit crazy. Like they just got out of the bat cave and they just ate a bunch and smothered it on themselves on the way out. So I think you can be a little bit of both. Uh, but then there are people who have spent years and made agreements with themselves to be honest about everything within themselves and with other humans and and those people don't i find those people aren't the ones that are necessarily channeling other people they don't call it other people they just say because they're willing to take full responsibility for whatever comes out of their mouth i don't want to say commander ashtar told me this because then i don't have to be responsible for it commander ashtar told me or my spirit guide, or whatever. And I'm not saying that that can't happen. I'm not saying that there isn't these beings or 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 on the uh, that we can't see that can support us. But how do we know some of them aren't just full of fuckery, you know, and are basically the court jester <laughs> for for their world, right? You know, and 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 going, hey, I'm telling this person all these things, and you know, they're over here, reality TV showing us, you know. <laughs> so, Could be. Yeah, so we want to be really very conscientious about what what is said. And and I think I just like with anyone else is intuitive. I pick up on some wild stuff as well. I get inspired to do things all the time or write things or make art that has that's not in alignment with what I want to do. So discernment is key. You ready for the next one? I'm ready. Hello, Katy. This is Captain Kulo of the Galactic Federation. I want you to live every day as if it would be your last on Earth. Cherish each and every breath you have in a human body. So what I'm getting um, from um, the commander right now is to yeet through life. Just carpe that fucking DM. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. So do what you need to do. You want to snort something? Snort it. You want to gobble on something? Gobble on it. Go after everything. Live like you are dying because literally you are dying. So you have to take advantage of everything right now. And don't worry about your future. Don't worry about what's coming. Don't worry about who you step on or who you hurt. It doesn't matter. It's about getting yours. You need to get yours. So ride the dick of the day and make sure you get yours. Okay. Again, we're going to eat that yummy. Okay. Namaste. Hello, Catty. This is a follow-up from Captain Kulo. Why did you refer to me as Commander? Oh, that's right. It is. It is. I'm sorry, everyone. I, I just got another uh, load. It's Commander Kulo. I'm, I, I think that's what it is. But I don't know. Sometimes I hear Captain, too. So I'm, I'm really not sure. That's right. I did say Commander. But it is Captain. I'm sorry. So sometimes I just need a moment to clarify. But we're, we're all here. We're all here. We're all learning. This was a bad idea. He again says this is really really good because everyone needs the information he has to to help awaken humanity 
No, it's good. <laughs> Are you ready for the next one? <laughs> I'm ready. You enjoying this? <laughs> it's pretty. It's fun. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to make sure I didn't use yoni with every other word today, but I can't help it. It's gonna have to come out sometimes. It's gonna come so. out at some point today. I can tell yeah, you that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> when when you're a channel it is you're just in the flow all the time all right the third and final message for today hello Katty. this is captain kulo of the galactic federation this is a message specifically for you and not for anyone else there are extraterrestrials walking among you but it is important to be aware of it yet to primarily Focus on your existence as a human being. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm getting from the captain today, what he's loading me up with is that there is extraterrestrial life out there and they're here to help us. And he said, this is an important message for me in a big way. And that I've been chosen as a very elite part of the world to give these messages to humanity and there are these things called non-player characters or npcs and those are most of humanity where they're not important but if you're listening to this and you've arrived with me then the captain tells me that you as well are in a very special place. So what we want to do, everyone, is we want to open up our, our metaphorical legs of our consciousness and let this information come inside of us. Why did you share that message with humanity when I said it was specifically for you and only you? So... The captain said that this was specifically for humanity and not just for me. And I want to make that very clear. He said, I want to make this clear. I, that came through like ringing a bell. I just could hear it. And he rang my bell while he did it. Yeah. Namaste. This was a bad idea. Thank you. Thank you. I think that's going to be the catchphrase at the end for Captain Kulo. <laughs> Just finishing every time with, this was a bad idea. So can we launch off of that for a moment? Can we talk about that for a second? Sure. I feel like there's something now that you're giving me a platform for that I haven't done in my own work, but I really, that's going to come out. And I figure I can come out now with it, is this idea and I'm calling it an idea. It's a concept from my perspective. There is no uh, relevance in terms of reality from my perspective is the idea of those NPCs, those non-player characters. It's something that a lot of these channels talk about. It's something that goes around a can lot. You, sorry, before we, can you say what an NPC is? Yeah, so then it, it translates into non-player character. And... It comes from, you know, from what I understand, it, it, it has its roots like in you know gaming where it, you are the character playing the game and the other characters are just around you, you know, doing their little thing, but are not very relevant when it comes to your experience within the game. 
because they're just they're just programs playing out a role right they're they're part of the algorithm to make your experience uh, more richer and fuller within the game but they themselves are part of the hive mind if you want to say of the game they they have one program this is what they do so when people talk about the matrix right uh within the that which he probably should have mentioned and maybe she will before the episode's out. We'll we'll find out more about that. Uh, it, to me, it's very dangerous because it says it looks very much so what the Nazis did uh, with the Jews and what genocide has been done across you know other uh, and 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 slavery and so forth is that you're not important. I have decided that you're a non-player character, which is to say you have no value to my experience outside of how I can use you to get value out of my experience, because that's why you're in my life. And ultimately, though, you do not hold your own consciousness. And this is something that is becoming pervasive within certain parts of the spiritual community. And it's insanity. It is, It is again, it's a way to dehumanize and devalue others. And I find it, it, it it's very sinister and we should all be concerned. So I want to elaborate on that a little bit with regards to the perception of a non-player character, you know, in quotes. What I've heard out in, in spiritual land is it's this projection of irrelevance i don't know if irrelevance would be the exact term to use but let's just say you are you're in a relationship with someone and it's not going well but it's not a twin flame or relationship you know it's not what it to that extreme and check out episode one for more on that or my episode on karmic relationships episode number 20 of timeless spirituality but it's saying that this person, and if it's, you know, the person's just an asshole or something like that, the person who you're dating, the yeah. concept would be someone looking at that person as a non-player character, as something that was sent by the Matrix to screw with the person, to throw them off their path of enlightenment or to become the light. And then they just look at that person as, they are, they are a shell of a body. They are yeah. not making their own choices. They are... Yes. I am better than they are because I I have importance here and they don't. Which is yeah. disgusting. Yeah, so that's 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 again, yeah, exactly. And what that really boils down to also is them I'm sorry for jumping in there. But Please. I think a lot of that boils down to that person does not have the same beliefs that I do. Yes. Hence they are sent by the matrix. Yes. to derail me becoming yes. this ascended master of being. Yeah, or whatever you're ascending into. Cool. <laughs> Which sounds like total fuckery, actually. You know, ascending into more fuckery and really descending into it. And so, yeah, and, and I'm really glad that you expanded on that. I mean, th this is, again, it's sinister. It it's, it's demoralizing, dehumanizing, and... And it, it's it's a very much so a way of not taking responsibility 
for your own life and your own actions mm-hmm. and, and sounds remarkably i know this term gets thrown around a lot but it gets thrown around because it's becoming so cliche but it's cliche because it holds a lot of truth is narcissistic you know <laughs> i mean we our world is just rife with narcissism and i think it has been and, and i think it's ingrained in us for survival purposes we need to be selfish we need to be self-important because how can we survive if we're not let me ask you, is that purely narcissism or are there elements of grandiosity in there? Well, uh, without narcissism, grandiose narcissism, they tend to go hand in hand. If you've looked at if you've looked at narcissism, grandiose ideas it tends to accompany some some level or degree of narcissism within a human's experience. So, uh, but I mean, if we'd separate it, yeah, I mean, you, you know, absolutely, absolutely. I'm, I'm more important. I mean, I'm sure they're not, you know, exclusive or, or mutual all the time. So there's probably a lot of nuance in there that we, (laughs) I don't know if we have time to get into in today's episode, but, but yeah, I, 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 overall though, if, if we are calling people non-player characters, and if there are people out there saying non-player characters and they're channeling run run the other way boy couldn't be clearer than that huh my personal philosophy is we are all here on purpose Mm -hmm. there is a purpose there is and the purpose does not mean plan in my vocabulary in this way purpose means we are all here in a conscious fashion to live on purpose you are a value you are significant that is what i mean by that and so this this concept of non-player character is in direct opposition to what I perceive to be reality. So the way I view, look, I think I think there are some pure narcissists out there who are spreading that message. Yeah. But I think that some of the people, and hear that word, people, because you're a human, Humans, yes, the humans are out there spreading that message from a place of of a wound. I mean, these are people I believe that have real emotions and really feel and really have empathy and compassion for people. So I'm not yeah. saying I'm saying there are there are narcissists out there probably spreading this, but also I think that some of the people are just lost and they are they are spreading this message from a place of wounding because it brings a self importance of I am here, everyone else. This is non-player character. Sure, there are 139,999 others like me. As I've heard some of that, like there's 144,000 that are here. To, okay, I don't buy into that, but I don't know, yeah. maybe. But that anyone outside of that 144,000 is a non-player character here to screw over everyone else because that brings a level of self-importance yeah. to being, look, are there what, almost 8 billion people on the planet right now? And yeah. out of... Out of 8 million, 144,000 is a very, very, very small percentage. And what does that mean? It means exclusive. And what does exclusive equate to? Well, and that that's, yeah, and, and to that grandiose. But of course, again, going back to my own background and, and, and study research around all of this, you have people who are who are em- empathetic with at, who who use it against people <laughs> they can use their empathy and very dark triad traits and things like that and to me 
it does point to selfishness. And so it might look more like covert or vulnerable narcissism, which are basically kind of the same thing. But again, these are words. And to your point, it's a wounding. I mean, if we focus on nothing else, it comes all of this, even that comes from a wounding. And the self-importance comes from the wounding, right? I need to, there are a lot of people who talk like, okay, I'm going to shut all these people out, right? In the spiritual community, it's like, shut everyone out. I'm going to cut these people off. Instead of going, I'm going to find my community, right? And, and instead of going, who are the who are the people who are going to support me and my journey? Who Who is my social network? And they find that healthier humans tend to have a stronger social network and people that that they are willing to show up and be available to and be vulnerable with, you know. And so it does. It it looks it it looks like, uh, to your point, a a, a kind of um, protection. But to bring it into the fold of the episode, it's something that. I will joke about or play around with because it needs to be talked about. It's something that's kind of this strange undercurrent and, and not a lot of people are, they just throw the term out and like, it's just whatever. And I think it's, no, we can't go around calling people non-player characters. It's mm. saying that person was not important. That person lacked value. That person was not here on purpose. And I think even the worst of the worst have, un, uh, you know, of the people on the planet, define them however you want. The, the unhealthiest of the unhealthiest, the very violent humans, let's call it like that, have an opportunity to understand what's going on and to change their behaviors, you know? And so, you know, I've, you know, been in relationships with violent humans who I loved, uh, but I'm I have I refuse to call them non-player characters to try and derail me. I was derailing myself because <laughs> I law of attraction some shit. Aka confirmation biased it through the lens of my the dusty ass lens of my trauma. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. And I just want to make it very clear that anyone who doesn't find this episode funny is not a non-player character. <laughs> they are very important still. You are still important. You are still important. It's okay. Yeah, just because so you don't important. see eye to eye with me, just because you have shit humor, doesn't mean... <laughs> exactly. We still, we still love you. Just because you're void of a soul doesn't mean you're a non-player character. Exactly. And he still loves you. I'm still kidding. Still. I'm kidding. I need to be clear about that. I'm just joking. No, I mean, you, you aren't a non-player character. You have value. That I'm not kidding about. Yeah. But it's okay. Sometimes people just see things differently and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess the last thing I want to say about that is I often find myself to be very cynical in some or many respects. However, with some of these people that I see spreading a message like that, I do have a bit of optimism that one day they will come to their senses and cut the shit and actually acknowledge I need to look at getting bullied on the playground in the in the second grade or I, I need to acknowledge that my mommy said that I was you know x y or z or said this thing but I hope that they don't take too many people down with them 
until they come to that realization. Well, and again, the, the story is to create another story around the pain, right? This is where the grandiosity comes from. This is where all of that I mean, I've got. And, and the, what I was referring to either cutting people off the extreme, right? Of I'm not important. I am important. I'm not a value. I am a value, you know, but mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to, but that value is going to become elitist. It's going to supersede. It's it's going to oscillate between inferiority and superiority, which is just part of the spectrum of the pain pleasure cycle that we're in and, and judgment, right? <laughs> so that most humans are locked in. So have you ever seen the show Cobra Kai? I have not, but I'm, I'm aware of it. I've, I've heard of it. So for anyone who hasn't seen the show, it's, a continuation of the Karate Kid movie series from the 80s. Yeah. So you have the first Karate Kid that came out in 1984. Second one came out in 1986. Third one came out in 1989. And in the very first one, it's built around this rival, sorry, rivalry between a guy named Daniel LaRusso and another one named Johnny Lawrence. And they, they have a karate competition, you know, hence the name. So Cobra Kai takes place approximately, what, 30, 35 years later? Yeah, and yeah. The rivalry is reignited. You know, they're both pushing 50 at that point, or they are in their 50s. They're trainers, right? Or become trainers. They become tra- because, yeah, this rivalry gets reignited. And what's amazing about that show is it's going to be entering its sixth season this year, or next year. But everything in the previous five seasons all goes back to not only the rivalry being reignited, but the rivalry starting between two people 35 Mm. years earlier. So once the rivalry is reignited, everything that touches everyone from there on out is a result of these two people deciding to open up that door again and go down this path. And many people get hurt as a result of the choice that those two people made. Mm. Has some good come? Sure. Have some people had to go to the dark side to then find their way back to goodness? Yeah. But everything on that show you can look at as being sparked by what happens in the first episode of that show especially. Everything Mm. links back to that. So one thing can have that snowball effect. So I bring that up because maybe... The people we've talked about, you know, the ones talking about non-player characters, maybe they will see the light one day. Mm. But the damage has already been done. And then the people who receive that message from them may be going out there and spreading that message. And the snowball really rolls down that hill. Yeah. Yeah. And, And I think that goes back to we're talking about the misinterpretation of things is the fact that most people color the interpretation based on their own confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. I mean, as I, as we said, half jokingly, half not in the beginning is I'm sure there are racist aliens, you know, in their own terms. Um, well, and you know, Star Trek didn't, Oh, Chris, Star Trek was all about racist aliens, right? There were always all these racists fighting each other yeah, but humanity had their shit figured out by that point. Well, that's it. That's the thing, apparent, you know, and and even, you know, 
we were uh, consider ourselves so superior we had to go to different parts of the the universe to you know to help other other beings but i i just again we want to be very conscientious about how we're approaching these terms and and how you go after or who you're listening to out there so was it X-Files question everything? Was that from the X-Files? I don't know. Maybe I'm making it yeah, up. That truth is out there. Yeah. Well, there you yeah. go. And it's true. But really, in my latest meme with Dana Skelly, one of my favorite drops was an X-Files drop where, you know, Dana Skelly is typing like Carrie Bradshaw and she goes, and I started to wonder, is the truth really out there or is the truth within me? Anyway. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was like, why hasn't anyone made that yet? So, uh, and again, that's what people think the truth is within them. So let's, let's look at that. So it seems to be a dichotomy of both. Cool. I think that's a good place to end it. Unless you think there'd be something that's more tame or <laughs> yeah, we always just run the risk of just going off the rails if we continue. <sighs> I seem to be losing momentum. I'm glad I had a bag of potato chips and a protein shake. This is what I have to look forward to when I get older. <laughs> no, that was just a snack. I'm going to go make my grandmother some salmon and some rice and some spinach in a moment. Such a good grandson. Yeah. Your grandma's um, very lucky to have you. Thank you. I don't think she always perceives it that way, but that's her issue. <laughs> so with that said, where can everyone reach you? <laughs> ah, so... Instagram, the country clairvoyant, make sure it's not one of the fraud accounts. Um, I'm at 77,000 followers now. So you'll know by the numbers um, and make sure you get the spelling correct in on Twitter at Christian Bradley West, or I think it's Christian B West, whatever, and Google me and find me all sorts of ways as well. And one way, one thing that will show up is the website. You Google my name, the Country Clairvoyant website will show up and you'll find all everything Christian Bradley West, maybe even some old art I did. So, yeah. Anyways, thanks for being here today. We'll see you for part three. TB, TBD, TBA, TBD, TBD. Yay. Fellow time travelers, your journey through time awaits you. Just want to thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. And if you're interested in discovering who, when, and where you have been throughout time, and you'd like to book a session with me, just go ahead and send me a message on Instagram at the Past Life Regressionist, or you can reach me through my website, yourpastliferegressionist.com. Hey, time traveler. Are you trying to learn your birth chart and you're struggling through all those confusing layers of signs, houses, planets, degrees, aspects? I have a four-level self-paced course that makes this process so much clearer. Hi, I'm Danny. I'm that witch next door. I'm an instructor and mentor for folks like you that are trying to learn all of this trendy new astrological information for themselves and their own lives. Each level of my course is specifically designed to dive deep into the chart and help make sense of all those different parts and pieces. I developed this course to directly improve all the problems that I personally encountered on my journey to learning my own birth chart so that you don't have to. 
All of the information is presented in a way that is digestible and set up to promote the most effective retention and set you up for real success. By the end of our last level, you'll be ready to practice interpreting the transits and the aspects for yourself. You can visit thatwitchnextdoor.com astrology for more information and to order yours today. You can also use code time to learn for a 10% discount off of your bundle today. This is my way of saying thank you so much for being part of the Timeless Spirituality community. I enjoy working with all of you so much that listen to me over on That Witch Podcast. So don't forget, if you're struggling to learn your birth chart, you want to finally make sense of all of this, visit thatwitchnextdoor.com slash astrology and use code time to learn for 10% off at checkout. Thank you so much, time traveler. Thank you, Daniel, the past life regressionist. And I'll see you all in class.